Blog Talk Radio. All right, went to heaven. We're back again. This is the yeah, Kabbalah like show. That way. <laughs> this is the Kabbalah show, and learning how to receive is what Kabbalah means. Uh, the show is sponsored by County Properties, local real estate company in San Diego, and it's broker owner by yours truly, Arnie Levine. And uh, so I'll be the co-host for this show. And Stephen Zakovich is our host. How are you doing, Stephen? Uh, doing good. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Uh, let's let the audience know that uh, this is a call-in live uh, show right there. Do you have the number there, Arnie? That you can... Uh, yes, I do. Uh, so the number is... I got a bit off more than I could chew. 347-215-8709. Yeah. And okay. um, so the, today's topic that you're going to cover with our audience is uh, the short version is how we see giving of the Torah two ways. Yeah. Uh, so this is the portion of the Torah that in the holiday, which you'll go over, which is about giving of the Torah at Mount Sinai. So yeah, that's right. Stephen, yeah. So, cool. um, what does it mean two ways? Giving two ways. Well, first of all, for the Torah to be received in the corporeal world, right there, it has to be given from heaven. So that's two ways of interpreting. One is the metaphoric aspect of it, and the other one is the corporeality part of it, right there, which is our mortality down here on earth. So what it is is the transition from the heaven above of giving us. Uh, words and understanding of what our behaviors uh, should become uh, for a purpose. And the purpose is to be uh, serving instead of self-serving right there. So those are the two heavens right there because on the, that's on the uh, second day of creation. They created the heaven above and heaven below right there. So this is a communication from the infinite to the finite, which is us on the world below here. Right there. So these are observation. They call it. Uh, I'll go into this right here. Uh, and I, I usually always write up a little thing right there. And you mention the subject matter. And this is. These are the things that I'm going to cover for this half an hour. And let everybody knows that we're we're going to be doing the cancer answer show after this one right here. So stay tuned for the cancer answer show, and there'll be some good discussion on that also. So anyway, I'm going to call the show. That'll- Better be at seven o'clock, so we're gonna have a yes. thirty-minute break in between. Oh. oh, okay, all right. Well, that's good to know. But remember, time is an essential thing of understanding uh, what is our purpose right here. So, so anyway, right up. Uh, <clears throat> why is it such an affair to rejoice in the giving of the Torah? We say the first fruits are you. The metaphor is you returning from exile. What is this birthday of the Torah, and why is it repeated over and over? And so the question is, who's counting? So we'll take a look at, uh, we understand what the Torah is, is the uh, the basic outline of purpose, of trying to have an understanding as how the Creator tries to reflect on us, his particular thinkings, his consciousness, 
uh, so they become more and more like him, of his consciousness, meaning more more in the infinite realm instead of the finite realm right there, to go beyond that. And this is we understand that Torah is really, it is a bunch of uh, Torahs. There's five, five books into it, really four and a half books right there, because Moses uh, was no longer able to finish the, all five. But when we're talking about anything when it comes to the Torah, it's basically a metaphor. And yes, when we read it right there in the, the corporeal sense, uh, the finite, we can uh, we can reflect on it as something that has to do with us right there at a, a personal level. So this aspect that we have to look as a transition of having the spiritual world, which is the heaven above, uh, affect the world below, which is our world, the, the mortal world right there that we live from dust to dust in this particular time frame. So the Creator wanted to be able to have us an understanding of what is His thinking and how we should behave. Okay, and this behavior that we're trying to understand it, it creates a purpose, and our purpose is to be like Him, uh, to have ever loving kindness and forgiveness and mercy and wisdom, knowledge, judgment, and understanding. Uh, these are all particular aspects, and we always call it the Ten Sephiroth. Uh, that is kind of Abraham's guideline of right there of a human being of how to understand the seven days of creation and the three three aspects of uh, the higher level, right there, of uh, Bina and Chokmah and Keter. So in these particular aspects right here, we have to find a way on our beginning from the very beginning, it was consciousness and it was a creator right there for us to have an understanding of how to live and how to exist in the world that Stephen, we created. I, yeah, go ahead. I wanted to contribute something with uh, uh, the presentation when that happened. So that that was the... We're talking about the, the time at Mount Sinai when Moses brought all the Jews out of Egypt, including Egyptians... The ones that want no, to leave, mixed, they're mixed media, and then and then they're and, and they were at Mount Sinai, and that's when Moses got the tablets going up to Mount Sinai, and that's what we're talking about now. That was the physical description that happened, and what you're covering is the intention of what the Creator was doing for delivering. The Torah yes. tor- to the people yes. through yeah. Moses. We can say, and, yeah, we can say in the material world the tablets right there, which is a material word right there, but it's really the consciousness He was giving us. The oral, through, he was through, giving the oral Torah, right? Correct. Through through, uh, it was orally, and then he, and the physical wrote down on, on the tablet. So, it, and then, it, yeah. at, and and he spoke directly. To everyone, and then, Mo- but it was too powerful, and then Moses became the intermediary to to communicate on behalf of well, the he was, creator. He was the, he, the 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 oral Torah was given to Moses, and Moses chiseled out in a written form, which is representative of the corporeal world. Okay, because we right. write in the corporeal world right there, but everything is consciousness. It's his consciousness right there that created everything right there. Because we okay, so great. we have to understand that heaven above, the words are giving from heaven above for us to receive on the heaven below. 
Okay, so the thing is, is that the oral Torah, since it's words, which is consciousness, he had to write them down. So he gave the the, the utterances, we call them the utterances right there, as also called uh, Ten Commandments right there. And those are commandments right there, uh, or directions. So a commandment is really in the free world base of a corporeal world is a direction, which way we're supposed to go right there. So he commands you right there, and we understand that nobody likes to be commanded, but it's giving you a direction. More or less, you have free will to be able to make a decision whether or not it's applicable to you in your finite world that we have down here in the corporeality right here. So those are the words that uh, he wrote on there, and, of course, he had to interpret them. So we have an interpreter, which is Moses, Okay, and so Moses has to interpret the Ten Commandments, okay? And one of the things he, we always say, like in the Zohar right there, he says, he says, here, does anybody understand judgment? Right there, raise your hand. Okay, well, nobody raised their hand. And he says, boy, this is going to be difficult, okay? Because <laughs> nobody knows really how to judge. But we always have to caveat this with something more important. If we go to the Torah right there in uh, Adam and Eve's time right there, there were six commandments. Okay, one of them is doing it from the tree, of course. And then after they ate from the tree, then it became Noah. Okay, that was Noahide laws right there, or seven laws. And so Moses' time, he added three more. Okay, as Moses as a, a messianic aspect of it, of our messianic times that we're living through right now. Okay, those are the laws of the Ten Commandments right there, which is one and O. Okay, one is one, the heaven above, and O is the Okar Makif, the uh, infinite that surrounds uh, the creator's uh, extensionality of the reality that we understand is called worlds right there, or the, or the ten separate. Okay, so then we laid down basically the understanding that before the ten, there was seven, and before the seven, there was six. Okay, and each one is representative of a unique aspect of having an understanding of how to behave, a behavior. Okay, and the behavior we have is that when we broke the first commandment right there, uh, of eating from the tree of uh, uh, good and evil, we'll just call it that right there, uh, we became uh, corporeal, we became finite bodies, uh, mortal bodies and stuff like that. And we had to be able to deal with understanding of free will. And free will has a requirement there's good and bad, okay, but good and bad is not the way that you think it is. As it says in Genesis, it was good, and then it said it was very good. Okay, all of this is a refinement right there that we have an understanding what uh, what the, the two elements are. There's a left and a right side. Okay, so we know in the Ten Sephiroth, Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob, the left side and right side right there, we have Hokmah, Dina, and the people that understand Kabbalah uh, will understand uh, that what we're talking about is uh, a left and the right or two particular things right there. Uh, the good and evil right there. So he gives us Ten Commandments right there. And so this is where we get into the more deeper aspect of it right there. And we say the first fruits are you right there because we uh, the first fruits is Adam and Eve uh, in the corporeal world right there. We are the fruit, which the fruit is meaning the understanding. We're developing understanding of how to understand the free will that we have uh, the power of creating, just like the creator does, but we create in the more in the the world below, the finite space right there. But it's a reflection of the creator above. So whatever we do down here is reflected in the heaven above, and the heaven above, or reflects downwards right there for us to be able to change, 
to become better mortals, like they're to be able to have an understanding of refinement and correction to be good people and unite the world as one aspect, like they're like the creator created everything as one thing. So we say the ten, they say ten commandments right there, but we also call ten utterances also. Okay, but the utterance starts with the number one, I am, I am Yahweh your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your Elohim, right there. That's that's the proper pronunciation of the first commandment. The first commandment is basically all ten rolled into one, which is the first commandment. So we go ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. It's basically the creator speaking right there that this is the way you're supposed to operate in the world below as a purpose, okay? And you have to deal with it with your free will, okay? Your free will has to make a determinant whether or not it's good or bad right there. But he gives you a startup point. He says, you know, he says, I am your creator right there. And in this world, we are a creator down here. So we have an Atensephra, Mahut above, which is a creator. And Mahut below, which is us. We are creators right there and a reflection of the creator above. So we have to understand the power that we have as kings and queens on this herald to be able to provide knowledge, wisdom, judgment, understanding, ever-loving kindness, forgiveness, and mercy. When we have those particular aspects, we will acquire what the Ten Commandments are giving us. Okay. So each and every person has to take a look at what the Ten Commandments, and you should be able to know these. You should be able to count them off from one to ten, okay? Each one is its own self right there. It's a delta. So the, the delta is like a triangle. So the point is the commandment right there, and you go deeper into the commandment. You will find out more about yourself and your behavior, okay? Each one of those are representative of you uh, making changes in your life so that you understand what the creator expects from us right there, okay? And that is our purpose. Our purpose is to be serving, okay, not self-serving. So using the Ten Commandments, we understand that we try to remove ourselves from self-serving, and we go into serving. Uh, we serve the creating, or the creator. So, go ahead. I just want to make a comment on that. So the <clears throat> embellishing the part about serving, or clarifying it, the serving is really it's all about serving the creator and to to refine that to the higher level it's it's with the intention it's the intention is everything we do is an act for the creator versus an act for ourselves which is the worldly part when we live in this world a lot of people it's well it's it's all about for me and my family and that you know that type of uh, self-serving, where we where when we walk the path, not, not not just say we study it, but actually act it out. Or we're doing things with the intention of of being like the Creator, bringing goodness to the world. And even though we're serving others, we're ultimately serving the Creator because they're His creatures. So when we serve other fellow beings, uh, we're ultimately doing it for the creator's sake, not not for our own. So go ahead. Well, that's exactly right, because we're corporeal creatures, and he's a spiritual aspect of it right there, and a corporeal creature has to manifest the spiritual essence, which is the creator. The creator's commandments right there was his directions of how to live in the short time that we have in the corporeal state, the mortal state right there. 
So, and that's but every process that we go through life right there. We brought in as children and we grow up and we learn the rules of the world right there. And the world is pretty well squared away. Of the 8 billion people, they say a guesstimate right there, 70% of them, okay, believe in the creator. And those are the three main religions in the world, including the other esoteric ones that they also believe in understanding what the, why the world exists and why we exist right there. So in all these uh, religion of Islam and Judaism and Christianity, we all believe in the creator of one. And we all believe uh, in the three uh, patriarchs, uh, Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob right there. So we're basically one family, and it's called mankind. And mankind was uh, denoted as mankind because man is kind. Man is kind. You put a hyphen in between man and kind, you will see who you are right there. And we also understand that when we say the word impossible, when we look at some of these things right there, we go, we put a hyphen between M and possible right there, and you go, I am possible. Therefore, I am created in his reflection right there. So I am possible, okay? Not impossible right there, but we always play a word and thing right there. And so when we're going back to understanding what the Torah is and why we have a birthday of that every year, it's to tell, them, tell us that we get a gift, and the gift is the Torah, and the Torah is the, the gift of life right there. When I was 27 years old, a few years back, right there, I picked up the Torah, and it told me everything that the world didn't tell me, basically. And that aspect right there was the understanding how it was an engineering book for me, how to become a human being. And I went on my journey from then on right there to discover more and more about the Torah. And the New Covenant for those people and Islam and all the other particular religions right there, they all basically say the same thing. Uh, love your neighbor as yourself and everything like that. And I'm not going to get into those details right there. If you go to all the Ten Commandments, they're basically in all the religions right there. So that was the birthday. We get it every year. And the thing is, is that the birthday we understand is only a moment in time. Uh, which we exist right there. We even do a count of our birthdays. And I was one year old, and now here I am 73 years old. Uh, that's a count. So we have something very special right there that the Creator put in the Torah. There's a timeline there for us to have an understand in the corporeal world. Uh, he uses measures. He calls them 1 through 10 and stuff like that so we can have an understanding. But really, you have everything right there, and it's not really count because it's all invested as one as the Creator uh, says himself right there. So we have on the day of Passover right there, and we just today, we had the count of the 50th day, and we count the counting of the Omer. And the Omer is a measure of uh, food, of life. I'll just break it into thing. So every day, so on the Passover right there, the thing that says, okay, we're going to start counting when Moses is going to bring down the uh, Torah. Okay, it's a great gift. Uh, Hashem, the creator, Yahweh, whatever name you want to call the ark. Wonderful creator right there. He says, in 50 days, I have a great gift for you. I have a great gift for you. Okay. And the gift he's going to bestow on him, because, of course, he doesn't really need anything. Okay. Because he has everything. He's going to bestow something very special to us, and that's his Torah. And Moses is going to bring it down from the, the top of the hill right there, meaning the heaven above. He's going to bring down into the corporeal world. Now, remember, the Torah is all metaphors right here. And for us in Kabbalah right there, we understand a metaphor has a deeper meaning to it. And it's also like a person you meet, they also have a deeper meaning in themselves right there. So when you meet somebody, 
you can ask them who they are, and then you get into the deeper meaning of each person right there because they're a spiritual person and a corporeal body, a vessel right there. So every one person is a, is a composite of everything from their beginning to the end, from one to whatever age they are right there. So also the Torah also puts it in that position. So we said counting of the Omer. So on the first day right there after Shabbat, right there, we start counting one through 50. And there's a prayer that goes along with every one of that. We do this particular prayer. And it's to enlighten us right there to our expectations of having an understanding that we're become uh, this gift is going to be really very important to us right there. And basically the gift also is also uh, the counting of the Omar is also the Ten Sephiroth. It was like the Ten Commandments, okay? So he gives us all these gifts right there to have understanding of how to be a wonderful person, okay, in a corporeal sense right there. Be a creator like the creator himself. Right there, all giving and all loving, all understanding, all merciful and with all knowledge, wisdom and judgment and all those things right there. All that is entitled in the Torah of the book right there. And of course, you can read the Christian Bible and the Christian Bible will reflect on the law and prophets, which is the Torah. Okay, and Islam is a newer one. Christianity is a new one. And I'm not saying that any of them are bad. They are all complete and correct. Or wherever you're at, wherever you're at in the world right there, whatever study you're doing right there is the correct one right there because we follow what the Creator wants us to do. Uh, refine and correct ourselves from self-serving to be good servants to the Creator. When we're good servants to the Creator, we are good servants to everybody around us right there. Okay, this is what the Ten Commandments is trying to tell us right there. And so who's doing the counting right there? So in Judaism, we have counting of the Omer. And the Torah says you count from uh, the day after Shabbat, uh, 1 to 50 right there, and then you're given the Torah. And the Torah yes, is so. the <clears throat> enlightenment. And we 50 days from Yeah, that right, was from, today, from, and we celebrated the giving of the Torah. It's read in the Torah. And we we this is a happy birthday to everybody right there because we get to live it over and over every year when we study in the Torah. We go to from the Genesis all the way to the end right there. And that right there is a kind of like what we're trying to accomplish, uh, the giving of the Torah. And when we talk to people right there, we are actually giving them the Torah from our hearts right there because love your neighbor as yourself is, a, is the agreement of the five commandments above and five commandments below right there. Love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, right there, when you do that right there, you love all other mankind along with you right there. And this is what the Torah is, the gift right there. And the new covenant and Yahushua who brought that Torah forward right there uh, to bring Christianity into the world, the creator of one, and Islam, Muhammad, all the other particular things right there. They're all gifts right there for us to have a bigger understanding of these directions of how to become better people and this existence. So I know our time is doing a final countdown right here. And that's also a count. Okay. So as we only have a half an hour, sometimes we're given 45 minutes. But I don't know what we're going to have. We're going to have 45 minutes or we'll have 30 minutes, whatever it is. It's a gift. And so we say if we have 30 minutes right there, it's three and zero, which the three is Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob. And zero is the Okar Makif that surrounds Isaac, Abraham, and Jacob. Uh, and the ten sephiroth right there. So, and if we got 45 minutes, uh, what happens in 45 minutes? You, what is four? What is five? You add them together. It's nine. Nine day is birth. 
And this is the birthday, and it's called Happy Birthday Torah. And this is what we do today, is have a wonderful time on this particular day uh, to celebrate the giving of the Torah for all people in the world right there, that we have an understanding of the purpose that the Creator has given us through His writings right there. And remember, when you're reading the Torah, it's as fresh as the day it was written. So when we read something, when Moses says this, or the Creator says that, or Elohim says that, it is exactly at the same time we, that it was done at that particular time. So you always have to remember, it's brand new, because this is a new day for us. Uh, right there, to start all over from the beginning of Genesis and go through the understanding of the metaphor, which we basically are. A metaphor is an illusion, and we are basically illusions right there. And this planet soars to his heavenly king, king, his heavenly kingdom and his infinite space right there, the creator. So we're, we're Can all as well. I want to make a, I want to make a comment, too, that uh, yeah, okay. uh, what, what brought me back to studying uh, 25 years ago was in reading in the New Testament the way when I read the quotes from Jesus' storytelling uh, mm-hmm. and the words that he spoke, it gave more flavor to the stories of the Torah. And, of course, he was always talking about the Torah, but he talked it on a spiritual level. And that's what started, as you know, my path to wanting to know, well, he understands the Torah at the spiritual level uh, because the stories, when you read them by itself, it, it has meaning in the physical world, but it, now, right. now that yeah. I've studied Kabbalah, now we know that Jesus was teaching us basic Kabbalah, which was right. still orally taught for thousands of years, all the way back yes. to Adam, and right. that what he was doing was showing the example of that everything written in the Torah is not to take literally, but to look at it like you were saying. It, it's a, a metaphor of stories to show something we cannot describe, which is the spiritual world, how the spiritual world or the creator's world, how we live in that world and this world and learning how to see the spiritual world using physical concepts that represent the spiritual. Well, you're exactly right there. So we, you know, as we say in Christianity, we have the Christmas tree and what is that? But the tree of life, right? And right. the balls that we hang on the Christmas tree, what is that? That's the ten sephiroth, the spheros, okay? Once again, everything around you has something to do with spirituality right there. And when you look in the deeper levels of it right there, you will find the creator is all around you, surrounding you with metaphors right there to have an understanding, a revelation for you. And we call it a divine intervention right there. When he comes into you and now you start seeing with both eyes instead of one eye. And it's very important that we understand, understanding what does it really mean right there. And so on our second showing right there on the Cancer Answer Show, we'll be able to discuss other particular things in the same aspects of metaphors right there. What is cancer? What is all these things right there? Why do we suffer? Why are all these particular things right there? So basically in the Cancer Answer Show, we're basically talking about the same type of metaphors right there, the illusion of death and life. And we'll do a meetup on this Monday on the meetup group for Kabbalah. Uh, right there, we'll talk about life and death and what are they and how they are joined together by a very narrow margin right there. And all these things that we have to do has everything to do with you 
And when you read the uh, Torah right there, it's basically about you. <clears throat> it's you who is experiencing these particular things right there. And it is your body, your physical body right there, that, that has the spiritual essence inside of it, which is your consciousness, which is the creator's consciousness right there. But he's being able to change you into something better so that you have joy and not suffer in this world right there. And to be able to have that peace, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, and we say right there, mankind right there and everything like that, because in the seven days of creation, mankind was created at the very end. So we can see the beauty of the creation that the creator has presented to as a gift. And that gift is called the present. And that gift we say as a present is the day. The day is the day our consciousness acts out the action of creating on our particular day right there. And this is why we say a birthday is so special right there because it's a count. We counting of the Omer, we count your birthdays. And as you get older, hopefully you have more knowledge, wisdom, judgment, and understanding, ever loving kindness and forgiveness and mercy. And I always profess this every time when we're on the show. Have understanding of forgiveness. That's the key element to open up all the worlds of heaven above and heaven below. And Arnie, I heard you breathing. Yep, because I see the time, talking about time. We only have about 30 seconds left, so uh, it's a good topic. Final statement, and then we have to wrap it up. Okay, many blessings by everybody right there. That peace and wellness be your way right there. Look that and have forgiveness of those. Amen. Thank you very much. Amen. And uh, sponsored by countyproperties.net, local real estate company. The uh, Cancer Answer Show, as Stephen said, will be in 30 minutes. And our topic's going to be about uh, living through the eye of the storm of surviving cancer or friends and family. And we 